Pros in the know start with Lowe's, because at Lowe's, pros can get the latest power tools from trusted brands. Right now, you can buy the new Bosch Core 18-volt two-tool combo kit for $229 and get one of three select cordless bear tools free, worth up to $199. Plus, you can save time by ordering online and picking up in-store. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 130-2019 while supplies last, U.S. only. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session, Cardi B is being blacklisted. Tamar Braxton has revealed that she's been molested several times, and Nike stock has rolled since Colin Kaepernick's ad was released. Who's good, guys? This your host, Angel Bandrina. And I'm your host, John Othello, and you're listening to the one and the only Confession Session. Get it. Hey, yeah, get it. You're right, yeah. Ooh, you better go ahead and yell like that. You better go ahead and yell, Jim. <laughs> What's going on with you this evening? Not much. Happy to be alive. You know, I survived yes, the yes, damn yes. Um, Hurricane Florence. It actually was yes. not as bad at all as everyone was anticipated, at least for us. I want to say on the coast, it got hit pretty hard and kind of close. But we're um, closer to three hours inland, like two and a half hours. So um, we mostly got rain. Like, it's still raining now, um, mostly drizzling. It's supposed to oh, be wow. um, that way until Tuesday. But, you know, my power is still on. Um, my house didn't get flooded. You know, it's just a blessing all around. And it, it was yeah. funny because a lot of people were complaining, saying that, like, you know, the reporters were being and the news were being dramatic. But I'm just like, I just appreciate the fact that, you know, exactly. God has spared me because I cannot afford any of that right now. I got real life bills. I'm in school. Like, <laughs> I could not afford to take off of work. I could afford for the home improvements at the moment. I'm just trying to right. live my life like a girl <laughs> What's good with you? Um, nothing much. Just I'm um, trying to figure out whether or not I'm going to buy my son a birthday gift this year, or if I'm going to just say fuck it. Uh, you're six years old. Let's keep it moving because he's been acting like a crazy person. Um, these last few days, like my mom had to jack him up and whoop his ass because he was being disrespectful to her. He stabbed the kid in school with a pencil on purpose and tore some skin. Um, he spit on somebody in school. And I just want to tell you all, it's only been two weeks of school. And Friday, the teacher told me that we needed to work on his language because he was running around the goddamn classroom saying, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, when the substitute teacher was up in there. And I'm just fucking shocked. Not that, you know, I should be because I cuss a lot, but it's not about me. It's about what's right and what's wrong, and he knows that cursing is wrong, and he knows that he don't do that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so annoying. But, you know, his birthday's on Tuesday, and I just don't know if we should go ahead and get him a present or if we should just be like, well, you know, you've been acting disrespectful, so we're not going to get you anything. But my husband, he thinks that we should still get him a present, and it's a Game Boy. Um, but just don't give it to him until he behaves himself. And, you know, just give him some time to fix his act. I mean, he's been acting up so much that they have to literally segregate him. He has to be separated from the entire classroom. 
You know what I'm saying? All wow. next week. Yes, because he's writing on other kids' papers, and, you know, they're trying to do his schoolwork, and he's not, you know, just doing the most, just acting like a damn clown. So it's just extremely annoying that he's still acting this way, and he's about to be six years old, and it's like, Wait, so is this know. the first time that he's, is this the first year that he's done that? Was he doing that last year, too? No, no. He, he always been doing it. He just bad shit. He got kicked out of summer school, you know, when he was doing summer school. Um... He couldn't go to a lot of programs. He the year before that he was oh he, he the last straw summer school he threw a water bottle at the damn teacher. He was kicking and hitting teachers and shit like that. Like he's just bad. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, um, that is so shocking. Yeah. I definitely did not I know, think that with Gio. Yes, and, and I didn't think it either. Life. And right, and I didn't think that that that's how he acts either. When he gets out of our sight, he just gets to clown it and this has been going on this is like now the third school like I've talked to people they're like well maybe he's not good with change you know because he had uh he was at a pro oscillator program then he was acting up there but not that much because he was so young he was like three going on four then there then he went to the bigger school and he was acting like a clown there acting up I even went to school and he was up there you know hitting on the teachers and stuff I witnessed that and then now he's in this school right here because you know they uh, had they had him switch schools due to um, due to something with the with the system with the 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 the, uh, the our city or whatever like that. So now he's in this different school, which is right across the street from the house, and he's still clowning. And he, it's just so consistent. So it's it's a little scary, you know, because I just don't want him to act this way, especially as a a, a black man in this world. But we just hope, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and getting these squats because he he has to do squats when he acts up. The ass whoopings, no more. He has to do squats and push ups when he acts up. And I'm telling you one thing, that boy hate them damn squats. So um, he just gets screaming <laughs> and crying, asking, please, please, I'm so sorry. No, motherfucker, get your ass off. Do them squats, bend them legs. But um, other than right. that, though, uh, we're just trying to you know find the best best way to discipline him and you know. Like my husband said, if he don't get his shit together, he's going to be the strongest damn kid in the school. So I'm hoping that he go ahead and stop playing games. But anyways, guys, Jen has a ton of schoolwork to do this evening. So we are going to go ahead and start getting this show on the roll. But before we start, please don't forget to check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Don't forget to uh, like and subscribe and tag us in all the drama, you guys. And let us know what type of topics you want to hear from us. Jen, won't you go ahead and hit them with that confession session question? After the circle. Confession question. Confession question. Sexual abuse happens so often. What are ways parents can talk to their children about this disgusting epidemic? Again, sexual abuse happens so often. What are ways parents? Okay, let's get started with those confessionals. Ms. Angela Vandrina. All right, you guys. So, as you may have heard, um, according to page six, Tamar Braxton is uncovering dark moments from her past. On Thursday, um, she went on the Wendy Williams show, and the singer and reality TV star revealed that she was molested as a child. I've been battling myself about whether or not I want to say what happened or not. I'm Tamar, and I'm real, right? She told Williams while referencing a deep conversation she had with her sisters and Fix My Life star Ayana, a lot of things happened in my childhood and that I was too afraid to talk about, too ashamed to talk about. But the truth of the matter is I have been molested by both sides of my family. 
The revelation came as a shock to Wendy Williams and her audience. She did not reveal any names, but later added on Instagram, I decided to tell Wendy and the world my secret myself, that I have been a victim of abuse, not once, twice, ten, but multiple times by multiple family members. Uh, I never told anyone other than two people in my life, and they both have held this close to them. This literally gives me chills. It gives me the goosebumps, and it's extremely sad and disgusting to me. Jen, what are your thoughts on her revealing this comment, revealing this, and why do you think it took her so long to talk about this, especially with everything that's happening in the world? What do you think made her tell people what was going on with her? Um, I think um, a lot of times people, it's embarrassing for one. Um, People are afraid, you know. Um, Luckily, because with me, I was um, sexually abused as well as a child. I've talked about this like a million times. Um, but my grandmother walked in on the incident, you know, as it, cause it, I want to say it happened a few times, but the last time it happened, like she walked in and she saw it, she caught it. Um, a lot of times you blame yourself. You know, I, I've heard of, you know, um, people when they are abused and it's been going on for a while, they think that they enjoy it, you know, and they don't realize, like, you are being, like, took advantage of. So it's, like, a lot of mm-hmm. different things. Maybe she thought, like, she was, like, in a relationship or dealing with this person because I've heard this before, you know, like an older family member telling them to, you know, be quiet, and it's, like, their little secret, and they sort of look at it like it's a good thing, and then they feel bad, you know, knowing that this is, like, something so heinous and it's something that they should really hate and dislike, you know, it's just kind of twisted, and I hope that she has got gotten the help um, for it, but it's sad, like, you know, it's sad that, I mean, she must think that everyone looks at her like as a sexual object, you know, if it's coming from both sides of your family, if this was multiple family members that were doing this to you, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's terrible. You know, I'm glad she's speaking her truth. You know, now I feel like I've gotten to the point to where I'm comfortable, you know, talking about it. I've never had the conversation with the person that abused me, you know, but it to me it's just not, I, it doesn't hold any weight with me, you know. Like, I feel like ultimately, I, I feel like I'm past it. You know, I haven't been to therapy, so maybe it is how I move in my life, it may affect me in some way. I think it definitely makes me more, um, like, I'm very, um, what is it? I'm very, like, cautious about children. Like, if if I had children, I'm very cautious of, of them staying with family members, especially men. Like, that just really makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, well, obviously I know why, but, um, and I know everyone's not, you know, a, pedophile, but it's the ones closest to you. So I, I think that that's mostly it. I'm just mostly concerned um, when it comes to children, but you know, how did you feel? Yeah, um, I feel like she needs to reveal those names the people, of the people who, who did this to her as a child. Um, as Jen, Jen spoke, and as we all know, you know, I was also molested as a child. Um, I think that it, it, it's very sad when you know, you don't know how to come out and tell family members what happened to you. 
and I, I, we're going to talk more about this um, inside of our our confession question of the day. But it's really difficult. I feel like when, like Jeff said, you you pretty much start blaming yourself, um, even as a parent who had no idea what was going on with your child, because it's like, damn, why didn't you say something to me? Why didn't I know? And it's like, well, because I was fucking seven or six. I the fuck do I know how to say this is going on with me? You know what I'm saying? Or anything. It hit shit. Even 14, you know, it doesn't matter how old you were. It's still a scary situation to go through in general, you know. And um, I just think that, like you said, it, it's very sad what happened to her. And personally, I would like to be, like, inside some type of campaign where, you know, we try and help people you know, speak on how, you know, what what to do or how to come to your parents or anything like that if, you know, you've been molested or a campaign where parents say there's a way for you to ask your kids. I feel like it's something that parents should always do, you know, talk to their children about these type of things. And um, I don't know, it's just I feel really bad that this happened to her and that she always had been scared of people probably always have told her to be quiet about it. And it's just upsetting to me overall that she had to go through such a dramatic experience of over 10 times from multiple people in her family. I just feel like, wow, you know, it is extremely sad. And um, as far as me goes with molestation, like, I feel like, like just, I've never had the opportunity to talk to um, the individual who did it to me and my family member. He's in jail now. Um, but I would like to speak to him about it, especially because when I was, you know, 15, over 10 years later after it happened, you know, he wasn't in jail and he mentioned something about it. And I was just so in shock by the audacity. You know, I was, I, I spoke, I said something, you know, like, no, no, you know, like vinegar and go to fuck off. But inside, I still felt like that little girl where I was scared and I did not talk to my mom about it, even at that age, at 15, you know what I'm saying? No, even though it had been out and about. So, you know, I feel like parents, they need to speak to their children and talk to them, even even having him in my presence at that time. You know, I feel like that's something that, you know, my mom, she should have been like, well, are you okay with him coming by and woo, woo, woo? Because now I do have a fear of anybody who has raped anybody being around my child, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. something like that actually did happen, and it was a real negative situation where I got into it with somebody extremely close to me because of, you know, who they decided to be with. But overall, you know, that that I, that bug was killed. But it was a real fucked up situation for a very long time just because, of, you know, I'm like, well, I'm not trying to say that, you know, this person will do something, but I've been through this and, you know, woo, woo, woo. So overall what I'm trying to say is I just I'm glad that she's, you know, speaking out about her truth, move forward, moving forward. And she needs to reveal those names because other people, you know, maybe get molested by the, those same individuals because clearly yeah. So, you know, she needs to, she can have an opportunity to protect other people in her family member, you know, by telling people who who did this to her. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, as deep as this topic is, we're going to go ahead and move on to a much lighter topic. All right, y'all, next topic. Um, and this is, of course, impressive of this YouTube show that um, I watch all the time, and they just kind of talk about different um, little scenarios that's going on, like behind the scenes. And I feel like the uh, person who runs the uh, who runs the YouTube channel, like she goes in, in depth, and she really tries to uncover um, like different, you know, whisperings in Hollywood. Like um, I, I really like her. She did a YouTube video not too long ago about. Um, that went viral 
about why Tinashe's career is um, not panning out the way that you know, everyone expected it to and just stuff like that. Well, anyways, she recently released a video saying that Cardi B is allegedly being blacklisted after um, we talked about it last week, but um, her getting into it with Nicki Minaj, you know, um, if you all did listen to last week's show and if you've been up under a rock, um, recently, Cardi B confronted Nicki Minaj at a, a Harper's Bazaar uh, icon um, event, and where she said that um, you know Nicki Minaj is behind the scenes throwing shade. She's trying to get people to not work with her. Um, she's lacking pictures. You know that was questioning Cardi B's like motherhood. It's just a bunch of like he say she say, and she kind of blames it on like you know. Um, she could always have her child's back, her child's best interest, or whatever it may have you. But anyway, um, so according to Impressive, um, Cardi B was disinvited from all of the following shows that she was supposed to go to um, at New York Fashion Week. Um, and on the on the run tour, uh, there's a segment that features celebs mugshots, and Beyonce and Jay Z recently put the segment on their website specifically. Um, Nicki Minaj mugshot, uh, which have people speculating it was to show their solidarity to Nicki Minaj uh, under contractual obligation with Tidal. So, um, like, they're speculating, you know, that they're trying to have, like, their artists back and people that they're working with close hands. And, you know, um, Beyonce and Nicki Minaj are clearly, like, friendly. So, you know, just something low-key, but I guess, like, blatant to show, like, they fucking with um with Nicki Minaj in the incident. Sorry. Also, Rihanna, Sierra, Chance the Rapper, and J-Lo um, have all recently unfollowed Cardi B. And um, Atlantic Records is also frustrated with Cardi B. And there's also rumors of them signing Dream Doll uh, from Love & Hip Hop. She also was like Safari's ex. And um, mm-hmm. they're like back at her, and they say that if Cardi B continues to um, act the way that she's acting, do it, continue to do things that she's doing. Um, they're going to put total support behind Dream Down and try to make the same thing shake for her. So, yeah. What do you think about Sam and Sandra Vondrina? I think that Cardi B better get her shit together. You know, she she is not no hood rat, trash doll ass bitch anymore. You know, not trying to say that's what she was in the past, but that's what she needs to stop acting like. You are in Hollywood, you are in the public eye, and you're sitting up there having a fucking damn near street fight or trying to have a street fight because somebody had said something about your damn baby. Girl, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you get this famous, when this many people know you, you have many people that you represent, okay? This should not be the individual who came out at that goddamn party who got that fat ass knot on her head should not have been the representative that came out. She should be just, she should have just been mellow, classy. And then, you know, seeing Nicki Minaj, if she really wanted to be, you know, say something to her outside of the public eye, you know, that this is extremely trashy. And like, you know, many people said, if, if she don't get her shit together, she's going to be right back on the show, you know, or even worse, right back on the post. You know what I'm saying? So she needs to get it together because the motherfuckers are, are, People who matter are, are trying or can, who can end her career 
are making moves. So she needs to stop. And it's not about who's better, you or Nicki Minaj. Right now it's about, girl, you need to stop playing games. Stop acting like a, a young 20-some-year-old, even though you are. And, you know, act, act a little bit more mature because you don't want to lose it all. And you damn sure don't want to depend on offset, you know what I'm saying, for everything. Like, just <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> focus on your baby. Focus on your family. Focus on the music. You know what I'm saying? And, and fuck all these other motherfuckers out here. If she get her shit together, she can be beastie as hell. She can be on top. She can, we, we won't look at this negative light anymore. And I mean, shit, if she get her shit together in three or four months, this shit will be history. Nobody will give a damn about this. She'll be still good to go. But if she don't, she can be down the drain and nobody will know who she is. So she needs to stop because it's going, it's it going left or right. At this point, she's in control of the moves that she makes. And it can be good or it can be bad. And I hope she choose for it to move forward because I like her music and I like her as a whole person. But her personality and how um, hood she can get over the slightest things is unacceptable. So no more uh, Instagram lives, none of that shit. Just focus on making the money. That's it. And, girl, you just have yeah. a baby. What the fuck are you trying to do fighting somebody? Like, girl, yeah. stop being stupid. Anyways. What was your thoughts yeah. on this and her um, possibly being no. blacklisted, John? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I think, you know, from listening to, like, the video and just, like, I thought about this um, myself as well, is I feel like maybe Cardi B came into, you know, fame and the route that she's in because she's an A-list. She's officially, she's an A-list rapper. Like, there's I mean, no doubt absolutely. about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's a big fucking deal. And part of me feels like she got it too quick, and maybe she just doesn't appreciate it, and she doesn't see, like, mm-hmm. you know, where she's at. And it's not saying that she didn't put it in the work, but I just feel like it just all happened so fast. Like, I just remember, like, you know, not even, what, four years ago, you know, she was just with a million followers. She already had a million followers on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? And then now she's, like, this super mega, you know, star. So, um, I hope she does get her act together. I hope, you know, all this, yeah. you know, blatant, over-the-top action is, you know, comes to an end because you are at a different point in your life. You know what I'm saying? There is such a thing called lawsuits, you know, because me, myself, oh, yeah. I, I feel like I would be a lawsuit king. And if she was to threaten me and throw shoot at me, <laughs> I'd just be in petty. <laughs> and if I had some money, I would take her to court. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just... I just feel like she just needs to make better decisions. I hope that this is a learning point for her. I'm hoping, you know, like we said last week on the show, that there are people in her corner that's talking to her and telling her to move different. Guidance. Um, Guidance. Yeah, and I feel like, in my opinion, that that's exactly what she's doing. Like, I haven't heard her speaking Mm -hmm. about it the incident at all. You know, maybe that's something more so you should cover in an interview you are. You know what I'm saying? When you're, like, releasing new projects, and of course, people aren't going to ask you about it. You know what I'm saying? But as far as right now, yeah, just focus on your damn baby. Like you said, you just had the baby. You know, it's just it's just too much. But that's it. All right, y'all. That's all. We're going to go ahead and move on to that next type topic. Okay, guys. So... According to CBS News, the Nike shares have reached an all-time high Friday afternoon, rebounding from the recent dip from Colin Kaepernick's ad 
The company's stock rose slightly on Friday, closing at 83.49. Since Nike announced the campaign on Labor Day, shares are up about 4%. Long-term, Nike stock has surged 33% this year, as Wall Street bet the company would buy, uh, will be able to ride out the negative publicity. Um, and you guys know we talked about what happened with Colin Kaepernick last week. Well, I believe um, how people are tripping, burning their sneakers. Um, priests are cutting uh, cutting up Nike attire doing sermons. Just crazy shit because Nike has represented Colin Kaepernick, which is just it's absolutely ridiculous. Online sales of Nike gear jumped 31% from September 2nd through September 4th. So it nearly doubled the company sales during the same period a year ago, according to Edison Trends, a digital commerce research company. Nike, which has stood with other athletes involved in controversials, such as Tiger Woods, um, is one of the few brands that is highly rated by consumers across demographic categories. Um, A spokesperson for Beaverton, Oregon, based in Nike, based Nike, um, excuse me, spokesperson for Beaverton, Oregon, which is a Nike-based company, which is, I believe, the company, um, couldn't immediately be reached out for comment. Pretty much, Nike's, they're, they're, they're smart. You know, they see what we did with Black Panther, so, bitch, let's be serious. Why wouldn't you put Colin Kaepernick on your ass? Like, the fuck? Jean, how do you feel about Nike stock and how it has rose, and even though people, they're sitting up there burning shit, acting stupid, cutting things up, the president is speaking up about it, Nike stock is still rising. How do you think that makes them feel? I mean, they don't care. You know, they're going to continue to listen to their fake news and continue to. It's funny because I actually I heard somebody Try to today that. saying that, you know, every news media source, and they started naming all these, you know, channels, you know, was all biased and full of shit. But the one thing they, like, purposely left out with, like, Fox News. And I'm just like, most people, they don't care. You know, they're going to believe what they want to believe. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because they were not Nike's target demographic. You know, Nike's tar- target demographic, you know, was appreciative of the move. And clearly that is showing, like I said, you know, when they release stuff from him, I will be buying it. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like, you know, shout out to Nike, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, right now, you know, this may be looking as a huge mistake to some people, but this is going to go down in history as a huge deal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we're witnessing now. This is something that we're going to tell our grandchildren, you know. Like, it's funny hearing people talk about Martin Luther King and how, during his time, you know, a lot of people hated Martin Luther King, which is crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is for you. And I agree. I was talking to my husband earlier today, and I was telling him, like, yeah, let's look at some Nike gear because I want to give me some more shoes. And I want the shoes to be Nike because, bitch, I want to support them. Like, you know what I'm saying? They reached out. They put their neck on the line. They knew that it was a lot of people who would be tripping about it, the, the stocks they dipped. But guess what, bitch, they rose, and now they're at an all-time high. And there's a lot of motherfuckers that can't stand it. But like I said before, look what we did with Black Panther. Bitch, when we get, uh, when when people, they help us out, and they show stuff, and, I mean, and, they, and, they, and things explode as big, we represent. We help you out. We show the fuck up, and we show the fuck out. So 
if people they were smart, then they would be representing more black people because nigga, we got money, okay? We don't have all that credit card debt and all that other bullshit, nigga. We actually have cash, okay? So represent, bitch. Represent. All right, you guys, we're gonna go ahead and go into our last topic of the evening. All right, y'all, last topic. This is according to the shame room. Uh, the runways can certainly be dramatic at New York Fashion Week, but fans are saying there was an unspoken drama behind the scenes. Um, did you know that fashion designer Mark Jacobs tried to come for Rihanna for taking his place as the closer of New York Fashion Week? The fans seem to think so. New York Fashion Week regulars know that traditionally Mark Jacobs' 6 p.m. show is always last and closed out the entire week. That is until when Rihanna debuted her Savage and Finchie lingerie at 7.30 Wednesday, making her technically um, the last closer, uh, technically the closer. Uh, Jacob has not publicly addressed the schedule changes, but fans say it was clear he wanted to be petty because he started his show about an hour and 30 minutes late, which, according to attendees, is very unusual for him. Jacobs is known to start his show on time and famous for it because very few designers at New York Fashion Week actually do. Fans speculate that Jacobs started late to try to take crowds away from Revy's show, especially considering Mitty had invites to both. The Daily Beast reported that a noticeable number of guests had to leave, which meant basically skipping Jacob's show to make it to Rihanna's on time. Uh, there are reports that Jacob's staff blamed the delay on uh, late clothing delivery, but Jacob's has not officially confirmed that. Rihanna has also not publicly commented on the matter. How petty is that, Ms. Angel Vondrina? If, if Mark Jacobs did some dumb shit like that, then it just kind of shows you, like, the type of personality he has. Motherfucker, okay, if you're used to showing out or or, or your show ending at a, or excuse me, closing shows and this is something that you have consistently done, well, get used to change. Sometimes change isn't that bad. And if you started to show an entire hour and 30 minutes late just to try to sabotage Rihanna's show by having uh, people leave earlier, then you're foolish because, you know, what happens is when you sit up there and you try to be petty or you try and, you know, do some type of revenge shit or you upset about something, that karma gets to you. And I feel like that's kind of what happened because people, they weren't coming to his show to show up to Rihanna's show, you know, and it's like, well, shit, he a whole hour and 30 minutes late, bitch, I'm not going to waste my time. Where's that ticket? Where's my ticket? You know, so if, if Mark Jacobs would do something like that, then people, they need to kind of open their eyes up a little bit and and not support an individual who's being a hater overall. Um, I know I wouldn't. So that's just what it is. And I'm happy for Rihanna. Girl, she, she girl, like, Rihanna is just doing so much. Like, don't you think? Like, she is just really out yeah. there. She's doing some different shit. I really need to hear some music from her again. I, I miss the voice. I miss no, the track. But she is just uh, doing her, she's in her entrepreneurship. No, honestly. It's like, it's, it's funny because it's like whenever Beyonce drops an album, it's like, okay, now I need this Rihanna album. So it's like, I'm, I really have to wait mm-hmm. for this new Rihanna album. And I'm so excited. That's saying it's supposed to be dropped sometime this year. But uh, I hope, I heard the show still went on. This year is almost um, over. Yeah. But yeah, it's supposed to be coming out later on this year, child. Well, um, I mean, I'm assuming probably November, so that's usually when she drops stuff, like November, December. Um, okay. But um, 
Yeah, I, I heard the show went on with all the heat. Um, like her models were all like very diverse, you know, all shapes and sizes, transgender. Yes, pregnant, pregnant you know, yes, um, I think. Black, you know, Latina, Asian. It was just, you know, I, I, I thought it was really dope that she tried to represent everyone in the show and made everyone feel beautiful and included and wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hilarious that he thought that he was going to stop people from going to her show, and they ended up was like, oh, well, <laughs> clearly it's time to go now, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he was talking as fuck, like, what are you doing? And it's just like, it, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. that's, you may be the closer, but there's a new sheriff in town, and she felt lingerie. So Hello? That's all it is. That Rihanna Rain just won't let up at the end of the day. Like, everything she touches mm. turns to go. So, yeah. I wish that bitch had touched me. Shit, I'm ready to turn to go. You know what I'm saying? But, okay. Um... Okay. Or at least touch my pockets. <laughs> touch, touch my bank account. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the fingernail on it, girl. I'll be good. I'm trying to let you know. Okay. That's it. Well, all right, you guys. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all, folks. Um, we're going to go ahead and move on to that confession question of the day, you guys. Okay, guys. So, as we have mentioned before, um, sexual abuse happens so often. Why are or what are ways parents they can talk to their children about this disgusting epidemic? So, in my opinion, um, well, I have I have three sons, you know what I'm saying, and men they they are sexually abused just like women are, um, and I think that one way that parents and that I have because I'm I'm I, w- I would call myself a psychopath, but I'm not a psychopath. I'm just a concerned parent. Um, one way is I feel like parents that can talk to their children, in my opinion, is to ask them. Now, you don't want to put it on their kids' mind to the point where they're always thinking about it, so you're always down there, oh, like, this this happened, this happened. But I think that asking your child every couple months, you know, or every few months, oh, you know, I, I, have anybody ever touched you down there? Or you do you know what to do if somebody, they tried to put you down there or what to, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. And, um... Whether you guys, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but when my son was, he had four, he was four years old, he was turning five, and I had asked him, you know, just regular, just randomly asking him, like, hey, has anybody ever touched your private area, you know, your penis or your butt? You know, he told me yes. And I was like, huh? I, w- I was so shocked at, at, the, at the answer because my son, he is a very honest child. Um, I was so shocked that he said it to me. I really didn't know how to react. So I feel like it's a certain way that parents they should react to situations like that as well. So when he told me yes, I, I immediately got upset, you know, but I wasn't upset with him and I didn't show that I was upset, but I was like, well, who touched you? And he told me a little girl touched his penis in, in school on the playground. And I was just like, what the fuck? You know, you're four years old. What is four-year-olds doing touching stuff? You know, like, what the hell do you mean? And I was like, well, you know, son, um, nobody should ever touch that area. And if and if she does it again or she tries to do it again, you tell her no and you go tell a teacher. You know, and then it got me scared for her parents, you know. And it's like, what are other ways that you can talk to other parents about, like, okay, well, okay, is this, well, you know, well, she did this to your to my son, you know, woo, 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 you know what I'm saying? Or what are ways that you can anonymously, anonymously speak to, you know, parents about, things that you may be concerned about, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, like, you know, I just feel like asking your child, you know, 
that makes it easier. I feel like a child shouldn't just have to come to you like, oh, mom or dad, this has been happening to me. Like, ask them about what the fuck is going on. Because if you ask them, maybe they will, you know, let you know. You know, I remember, you know, after a while of, you know, me being molested, um, my mom, finally, she was taking a shower or a bath, excuse me, and then I told her, I remember being in the bath specifically and telling her that my private part hurt, and she was like, did somebody touch you down there? And I was like, yeah, he did, and, you know, she tried to kill him. She tried to run him over with her car, and it was a whole lot of crap that had happened behind it that I didn't know about until I got older. But I felt like had she, because I actually tried to tell her one other time, and, you know, just a whole bunch of shit happened prior to that. But I feel like if parents, they were more open, and they talked to their child more like, oh, you know, well, have anybody ever tried to touch you, or, you know, this and that and the other? And then saying, um, you know, and then when they do say it, be, don't be all like, well, what the fuck? You know, just being like, you know, make it an open conversation where your kids, they can come in, they can talk to you about the situation versus it being, you know, this big-ass, horrible thing. So you don't want to make them feel bad for talking to you about what's going on with them. I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. Jen, does this make sense to you? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, what you're saying is perfect to me. You know, I don't have any children, so I, I don't really have much of a say in this. Um, but definitely, I feel like honest dialogue is key. You know, never making a child feel comfortable, and always feeling like yes, they should be able to come come to you and talk to you about anything. And I think that it's dope that you didn't, you know, um, get really emotional in front of your son when he told you that, uh, you know, he was touched down there. And, you know, I feel like that's important because now he is going to come to you if, I mean, God forbid something like that happens. I pray nothing like that to him. But, you know, um, yeah. the fact that he'll be able to, you know, have that comfort in coming to you and being honest, I think is, you know, is really dope. And what's most important, a lot of times people are afraid that, you know, their families won't believe them. And, you know, and back in the day, a lot of times people covered it up. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they may have that initial reaction, you know, stay away from my daughter, stay away from my son, but, you know, they still mm-hmm. allow these people into their, you know, family. They continue to deal with them. You know what I'm saying? They're not ever, like, prosecuted, you know, or, or you know, real life have suffered any consequences besides the immediate reaction because this is a loved one to these people as well, you know. So, yeah. um, I mean, it's tough. I mean, ultimately, all I can say is just, you know, pray and, you know, just always just, you know, talk to your children. And like you said, just just make sure y'all have, like, that honest dialogue. Like, and, you know, I like the relationship that you and your mother have. I feel like now, like, me and my, my parents, because I'm a lot older, like, we're getting to that, to where I can sit and talk about just anything and, you know, not have a filter. But when I have children, I'm growing up. I want my children to be comfortable, even if I am uncomfortable with them, you know, 18, talking about sex and blah, blah, blah. I still want them to be able to come to me and tell me anything besides, I mean, instead of trying to get advice, advice from one of their little friends or, you know. Exactly, absolutely. Trying to do some shit that makes no sense, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I agree. I agree 100%, Jen. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead, and if Jen has nothing else, we're going to go ahead and get ready and show this evening. And, you know, guys, we just want to say thank you once again for so consistently 
um, tuning in, listening to us, and make sure you keep those um, involved in a hurricane in your prayers. And, you know, just, you know, make sure you are, you know, praying it up because there's a lot of things that's going on, and you never know when you may be one of those individuals that may need prayer from somebody else that's going through a situation um, where there's just a catastrophe and you you don't know how you're going to move past it. So keep those individuals uh, in your thoughts and in your prayers. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our show this evening. You guys should expect to hear from us next on September 23rd at the same time. 6.30 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in the drama and send your emails to us at confessions to us at gmail.com. Thank you so much. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, General Good night, Jen. Pros in the know start with Lowe's, because at Lowe's, pros can get the latest power tools from trusted brands. Right now, you can buy the new Bosch Core 18-volt two-tool combo kit for $229 and get one of three select cordless bear tools free, worth up to $199. Plus, you can save time by ordering online and picking up in-store. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sForPros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 130-2019 while supplies last, U.S. only. Pros in the know start with Lowe's, because at Lowe's, pros can get the latest power tools from trusted brands. Right now, you can buy the new Bosch Core 18-volt two-tool combo kit for $229 and get one of three select cordless bear tools free, worth up to $199. Plus, you can save time by ordering online and picking up in-store. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sForPros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 130 2019 while supplies last, U.S. only.